Hi, everyone. Welcome to People Keeping Promises, the art of building culture, a podcast created for the team at Reed's Heritage Homes and Sherwood Homes, where we are passionate about creating a positive, welcoming, and motivational corporate culture so that we can provide the best experience for our homeowners. I'm your host, Jennifer Muller, and I'm so excited to get this ball rolling. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Today is a really special one. Uh, Our next guest, I don't think requires any introduction because as soon as you hear her voice, you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. But in case you haven't called the office anytime in the last 20 years, uh, I am so pleased to be uh, joined by Astrid Hartholt today, our receptionist at Reed's Heritage Homes and more. And I'm really looking forward to the conversation. So thank you, Astrid, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, that's quite the introduction. I don't think I live up to that. I definitely would disagree with you on that oh, one. I you. don't disagree with you on a lot, but I will disagree with you on that one. Uh, you have a beautiful voice and uh, welcome our customers every day on the phone. So I'm so excited that you are lending that voice to the podcast too. Thank you. Awesome. Okay, well, let's get started. Why don't you tell me about your tenure at Reed's Heritage Homes and what that looks like? How long have you worked here? Uh, What your role entails, what you do every day, and we'll get started that way. I started back uh, February 14th, 2000, which is a really easy date to remember. Yes. And uh, started as a receptionist. I was working at that time. Our office was open 7.30 till 5.30. Wow. We had somebody else come in from 7.30 in the morning and leave at 3. Okay. And I came in at noon hour and worked till 5.30, five days a week. Wow. And that was because there was no such thing as scans or even um, cell phones at that point. Wow. So everything was done pretty well manually yeah so when we got mail we got like a bucket of mail oh my gosh and that was my job pretty well and the fax machine we had to check it every 15 to 20 minutes or else there'd be this big pile up oh my gosh so it was a lot of like manual labor at that time yeah Uh, but I loved it I absolutely loved it right from the very beginning because it was always there was always something different the phone was constantly ringing absolutely yeah without email really at that time too exactly yes Yes. so anything was usually done either through mail or through the phone wow oh my gosh of course Mm -hmm. I that sort of goes without saying but you sort of forget the world as it was then, right? I'm sure you remember implicitly because it would have been, you know, so much to keep this engine running, right? To keep all of the pieces moving along um, and how important that is to the success of the organization when all of these communication touch points are coming right through you, right? That's right. And one of the interesting things is the guys didn't have cell phones either out on the site. So at that time we had what was called a mic phone yeah. Which was like a two-way radio. Oh, wow. And it would go that far all the way to the site? Yes. I don't know how it worked. Yeah. Um, all I know is uh, you would say a line, pause, wait for their response, stop, oh go back, kind of like a walkie-talkie. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that wow. was even interesting to that do that. amazing. So was it stationed in the uh, like site super's office or in the trailer? On the other end? I think it was on their body. Oh, Like, wow. I think there was like a belt 
or something that they yeah. had with them because it was really easy to get a hold of them. Oh my gosh. Wow. That yeah. is wild. How hilarious. I think it's just amazing because of course I can't imagine going back, but of course everything ran just as smoothly, I'm sure, as it does now. But it's really interesting to see those sort of, um, you know, that technology advancement and how it impacts your role. Yes. And to think about it, like that was only 23 years ago. Yeah. Like that's how much the technology has changed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we still have a lot of that stuff coming through, right? We still are dealing with checks, mail coming in and some of the stuff that even if we wanted to use technology is probably not the best you know, method of communication, right? That's correct. And people still like to talk to people. Yes. I mean, to send an email is great. Yes. But we still get the phone calls that they still want to talk to someone personally. It just Absolutely. comes across differently. Absolutely. That is my next question, actually, because I think it is such an incredible and an incredibly important part of, of any organization, but definitely ours, to have someone there on the other end of the phone. So why do you think that is such an important part of, you know, our customer service, really, uh, as it relates to our homeowners, as well as our trade partners, to know that they are calling Reeds Heritage Homes, and they are speaking with someone who is so helpful, and can guide them in the right direction? Why do you think that's so important for our customers? We have a lot of customers that are first-time home buyers. Yeah. So when they call in, they're asking questions. Yeah. Uh, whether it's before the house is built or shortly after the house is bu- built, they don't know who to talk to. When right. they come in and they get that PDI, that pre-delivery inspection, they're getting tons of information. Yeah. So it's over. it can be overwhelming. Yeah. And then to read the paperwork, can be overwhelming. Yes. So it's almost like picking up the phone is a little bit easier. Yeah. Right. Rather than looking through your paperwork and and doing the background on that. So to have that voice that knows that if you live in community A, I know who to put that call through. Exactly. And you're not getting lost in that cycle of, I hit the wrong button. Yes. I, we were just chatting about that. I did that this morning. I was calling my daughter's school and I pressed the wrong button. You know, it was to try to speak to the receptionist there and I pressed the wrong button then I got stuck in a another area and I couldn't get back I had to call back three times and I thought you know it's really nice to be able to call and say hi this is the situation and I may not know where to go but you will know how to sort of pass that along or the best person because I think that's what some people may even think that they know and you're like well actually the better person is this or the better department is you know this one and I can pass you through to the really the the appropriate person on on the other end of the line yeah that's right and there are times where I've hit the wrong extension and they call back, which I always apologize for. Uh, But to help someone that way, it just kind of deflates the whole anxiety of the experience, whether it's just a simple question as to, do you know what my parking spot is? Or I'm frustrated because of A, B, or C, um, because something isn't working in my home. Yes. And it's important to them. There was something that Becky sent to us quite a while ago, and it it really hits home for me. And that one is um, getting the same question 10 times a day, but it's the first time that the caller actually 
gets the answer. Exactly. So, I mean, I can roll my eyes. I can get agitated I because I've already answered that question with te- 10 yep. different people. Yes. Is different for everybody's experience. So to always have that frame of mind saying, yes. okay, I know the answer before you even finish asking the question. <laughs> exactly. Just to listen to them and be polite and pass them oh, along. Absolutely. That's such a wonderful perspective. You're right. What a great thing to remember because as you say, we do this all the time but for other people it's their first experience and it's a big one so to make sure that you have that same approach each time is uh, is wonderful but it's a bit you know you have to put intention towards that you know you have to consciously choose to present yourself in a way that is help helpful uh, and recognizing that so that's amazing I really think that that's such an asset for our company because I've been you know everyone is a customer in in one way or another Mm -hmm. as we you know navigate through a lot of things so I've been on the other end and I can appreciate um, how helpful it is to have someone like you directing those calls uh, so what would you say is the your favorite part of your role? Uh, you do a lot and you're involved in a lot of, you know, different things. So what would you say is your favorite? My favorite is helping people. Oh, wow. I love people. Yeah. Um, and what's really cool is it's not just customers. It's not, it's the purelator guy. Yeah. It's the, you the uh, person that drops off the Amazon package. It's the person that comes up to me at work and just says to me, this is a silly question. And then asks me a question. Yes. I may not always know the answer, but at least I can research it. And it is the person on the phone that I really appreciate. I was brought up with that type of culture at home. So my dad worked at Zares for 20 some odd years but he had his own company in the Netherlands and then we came here and immigrated oh wow and so as a young girl yeah uh, we were all encouraged to have paper routes yes and that's customer service yeah so I've always been in customer service and it can be frustrating for sure yes but to remember that they're people too Yes. Right. And so um, my dad said that all his life. He was a real people person. And I think I got that part from him. Oh, for sure. And he loved people. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you do it so well. I don't think I've ever seen you without a smile on your face or even a smile on the phone because you can hear it when people mm, are smiling on the phone. You can hear it in their voice. And I don't think I've ever heard that from you. So that's amazing because truly you embody that, you know, people, person, mentality and approach to everything that you do did you miss that during COVID did you miss that uh, interaction because all of those people may you know weren't weren't there for a little while actually we were so busy at COVID (laughs) that bringing that back door because we were locked oh my gosh I was running back and forth I think I lost weight during COVID (laughs) we had so many people drop off checks they couldn't come in the office oh my gosh so I was the hands and feet for yeah. a lot of people that were working remotely within the office, Yes, which was really, really neat for me because I got to learn a lot about what sales do. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what advertising does. Yeah. Uh, we would still be getting uh, 
packages come into the office because like everybody else, they used Amazon right. for their deliveries. Exactly. So no, I didn't miss it at all. Oh, wow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure it's nice to at least have people uh, have the ability for people to come in the office again and see you face to face. It was. It was a big change. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, it, to me, I kind of got comfortable with the eight to 10 people that were coming in daily. And then yes. when people started coming back, I was like... I kind of liked it before. Yeah. Not that I don't enjoy people. It was just yeah. different again, right? Totally. Yeah. And you get used to sort of what the processes look like when you change. So I can imagine there's, you know, a bit of a learning curve either way. Uh, so what has it been like to see the evolution of the organization over your career here over 23 years? Because as you've mentioned earlier, you know, obviously there's a big shift in technology. There's been change in leadership. There's been change in the product type that we're offering. What has that been like for you? to sort of witness um, along the way? It's been really great. I'm not a person for change. Yes. I like things in a little square box. I like <laughs> to know what's happening. Yes. That's my personality. But it's been so gradual yes. that it's not until I look back right. to realize what we actually did. Wow. So back in the day, we'd be lucky to get three or four calls interested people interested in buying a new home oh a my week gosh. wow a week we wow. used to have all those model homes out there and yes we don't have that anymore but because of the pandemic and the housing shortage that has changed so much yes like never in my life did I think that we were going to be building so many homes in yes. one year yes yeah we've got a lot on the go <laughs> so that's changed a lot but it, sure. it's great I want Reed's Heritage Homes to do well yeah. Because when they do well as a company, yes. I have a job. Yeah. Right? So Absolutely. I'm very thankful for that. Yes. Absolutely. It's very important to remind our all of us, you know, we have a, an obligation to the organization and also to our homeowners to fulfill all of these agreements that we've sold or mm -hmm. homes that we've sold and to do it well. But you're right, we've got a lot on the go. So it's really interesting to see how things have changed for you over the years. So do you have any favorite memories too? I was, I'm so curious if there's anything that comes to mind for you as a favorite memory in your role. So because I've been here so long, I've seen generations oh. of Reed's children and grandchildren. Oh, I've wow. seen... Uh, Charlotte pregnant. I've seen yep. different, uh, yeah, I've seen that different stages in life, yeah. right? So to see Tim um, be a dad, yeah. that was really, really neat as a young man. And having, sometimes Charlotte would come in and she'd bring one or two of the girls. Yes. And they would sit at the reception area. Oh. And I would give them the date stamp. Oh. And they would, I, we would make little designs, like little, with the date stamp, I'd make yes. it into the shape of a, of a house. Oh. Or we'd, I'd give them, um, like, highlighters or something. Yes. And they would just sit there. And even to this day, when Alyssa, Tim's oldest daughter, comes in, she goes, Astrid, I remember sitting there, yeah. and it was so much Fun. Oh, I can imagine. And even Scott, his office was right across from me. Yes. And I remember listening to the giggles from his oldest son, Christopher, when yes. he would come and sit on his dad's lap. 
Oh, how neat. And so those are really neat memories. I mean, they're now young adults. Yes. But those are memories. And even co-workers when they bring in their Absolutely. children. I love it. Yeah. Like, or milestones that the team members would have reached. All of those oh. things. To be privy to that is such a wonderful sort of community aspect of, of working in this team. Yeah. Seeing people go from the AP department into HR. Yeah. That kind of revolution. And just seeing people change. and. Yeah. Me still being at reception, yeah, which is great because I love the job. Absolutely. So it, other people around me have, you know, gotten the promotions yes. and evolved. Yes. And it's neat to even hear now, like someone like James Barkley from the estimating department. Yeah. He's continuing schooling. Yeah. Like, that's good amazing. for him. Like there are other people as well that continue. Uh, go back to school while they're still working yeah, to, to see that change in people is, is really really neat oh that's awesome I love to hear that so on that note what is it like working with this team what do you love most about working with this team uh, we have a wonderful group of individuals working together so what are your thoughts about that what I think is great is I find we have respect for one another yes it doesn't matter whether you're Marlene cleaning the office yes or whether you're Ron McMillan as the president of the company. Yes. I don't feel like there's any, um, that someone's less than someone else. Absolutely. And that has to do with the respect. Yes. And it's wonderful. And people are accepting for who I am. Like, yeah. I'm very quirky at times. <laughs> and so people accept me that way. And you know what? I really like who I am when I'm at work. Oh. I find I'm the best me when I'm at work. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful. And people allow me to do that. They yeah. give me that freedom. Yes. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? It I love amazing. it. But you're right. Respect has a lot to do with it. Uh, and I just think people are so helpful. And that's part of that respect mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. that they want to, for everyone to succeed, for the organization to succeed and for all of our coworkers to succeed and for us to do our best. So it's so nice to have that type of, you know, supportive environment to come to work every day. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So my last question for you is about uh, something that you may keep at the forefront of your mind. If you have an aphorism or an expression or something that you'd like to share with our team, I'm really excited to hear it. So they change all the time. I bet. As, oh, but that's neat too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So as a, as I'm getting older, I yes. mean, what I used to do, um, I don't do anymore. Right. And that has to do with personal growth. Yes. So I've been thinking a lot about it. And yes. so, uh, I, as you know, I went on this bike and boat tour Yes. Uh, in Europe yes. back in June. And I am very much a talker. Yeah. But during this bike ride, we had a lot of alone time. Oh, okay. So I learned just to be and to accept. Oh, that's so So great. to be real. And then there's another part of that, accept reality. Oh, wow. Be still. Yes. Accept stillness. Oh. And it might not happen right away. Yes. It might be be still for a little while. And it might take me a while before I can accept that. Sure. Be happy. Mm-hmm accept happiness yes and for me it begins with the inside yeah right so be forgiving yep accept forgiveness yes and I'm not talking about other people either I'm talking about myself yes absolutely so once I have that yes then it's easier to move on yes you know be kind accept kindness yes and sometimes it's hard to accept yes give a compliment 
accept a compliment. Yes. Right? So it's not even just the glass half full or half empty. It's the glass being the way it should be in that time. Oh, I think that's amazing. Absolutely. That is a fantastic uh, explanation, I think, of a really great perspective because it's true. You have to accept the world the way that it is, know that you have an opportunity to approach every scenario as you would like it to be, but also understand that other people may not be able to do that, or, you know, maybe people have a different perspective than you do, but that is such a great mindset. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, thank you, Astrid. It has been such a pleasure chatting with you. I know our whole team will love listening to all of these fun anecdotes and stories that you've shared with us today. So I really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you again. I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you enjoyed participating in the podcast. Yes, it was good, even Yay. though I was very nervous and anxious. <laughs> I don't think I was nervous. I was anxious. But yes. yeah, it, it turned out very, very well. You're very easy to talk to. Oh, so thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Okay, everyone. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. Stay tuned for the Monday Motivation from Stephanie. Today's Monday Motivation is don't take anything for granted. We often don't appreciate what we have until it's gone. That includes our health, our family and friends, our job, the time. When you're young, it seems that your parents will always be there, but they won't. You think you have plenty of time to get back in touch with your old friends or spend time with your new ones, but you don't that you will have all the opportunity in the world to do all the things on your bucket list, but you might not. Nothing in life is guaranteed to be there tomorrow, including those you love. This is a hard lesson to learn, but it might be the most important of all. Life can change in an instant. Make sure you appreciate what you have while you still have it, and take the time that you need to take to do all the things that matter most. No problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no problem. an idea. I should have yes. written it down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't remember it. <laughs> it might come to you. Oh, I know one. Okay, great. Good. All right. But I'm like, blah, blah, I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. And then, so if you, if you want to, I'll let you lead that because it, okay. I don't know if you're going to, maybe you're just explaining a lot and you're going to get there. I don't know. <laughs> For so sure. I don't want to I'll try to be to the point. Yeah. I don't want to cut you off if you're like, I've got, yeah. you know, it's going somewhere. I promise. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so if you're ready, I'll press record and we will get the ball rolling.